Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We're so in love right now and we're so happy. Why would you want to set me up where I got nothing? What do you mean set me up? I want you to present me with reasons why we should agree to a prenup. But then I have to explain something to you as if I'm a teacher. Yes! I don't want to be the teacher, babe. Then I'm not signing anything. If you're so adamant about this prenup and you're thinking about the potential if we separate, then I need to think about the potential if we separate as well. Dude, I'm done, dude. I want to have a nice weekend. Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, Summer House Edition. What a good episode this... Was it a good episode? (laughs) I might take that back. It was a good episode in that it was easy to get through. Things happened. Oh, things happened. So let's talk about it. We're picking up where we left off last episode where Kyle's still kicking up his top ciders, running away from the dinner table while Danielle's chasing after him. Amanda's sitting at the table. She's telling everybody that Kyle's issues are more important than everybody's else, everybody else's, just so you guys know, like obviously being very sarcastic. When Danielle catches up to Kyle, he starts to cry and talks about how nobody checks in on him, how every day for the past three years, it's been stressful. He's doing everything. I start to really feel bad for him because it seems like a guy who genuinely is like, I'm going through it and nobody really understands. I I felt bad for him. Like he honestly didn't seem like he could control himself. And Carl comes over and 
Kyle says he's doing a thousand things. He just wanted to come to the summer house and have fun, but he starts getting overwhelmed when everybody starts talking over each other. And like I said, it just didn't seem like he knew how to articulate how upset he was. And it just made me sad. As you can tell, Winston is very sad about it as well. He was actually watching with very rapt attention. And he has a lot of opinions, so I'm I'm sure you'll hear them. I'm sure he'll let you know. Anyway, um, Kyle then says that, like, how much more can he do? How much more can he give? He says that it's looking like the estimate for their florist is going to be no less than $15,000 at this point. And, yeah, he's just, like, freaking out. Carl tells him you know what? Take a load off. Don't worry about it. I've definitely ruined more dinners than you could ever hope to. And we get a flashback to all the times where Carl did just that. Um, the iconic moment where he was the catalyst to Lindsay saying, don't activate me because you haven't seen me activated. Um, going after, you know, whichever work is, was terrorizing him at that point, the whole shebang, right? Um, then Kyle manages to find a, uh, like a carousel. What do you call those? Like a carousel uh, horse, right? It's painted all these crazy colors. He gets on it to help like self-soothe himself. To, uh, for some reason, it really stopped him crying. And I'm not sure why that is. I think maybe we should unpack that. Um, but he just says like, he... And Kyle, Carl tells Carl that he understands that he's going through a lot of stress, but he can't spiral into any more negativity than he already has been. And then I realize that they're not at the restaurant anymore, that they have taken a tour of the Hamptons and they're actually in front of somebody's private residence. And how do we find this out? Because, because they come walking back into their house. And they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry we're here. And they're like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. They're having a great time. Meanwhile, Amanda's at the table. She's crying to Paige and saying that Kyle, like, he's choosing to be this way and she's choosing to be with him, but it's embarrassing to her. And that one day, she literally looks at Paige and says, then one day you'll understand that when you choose to be somebody, their actions are going to reflect on you, good or bad. And that really felt like foreshadowing in some respect. Like, Paige, you really should uh, take a note out of that situation. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It just felt a little um, foreboding, right? Paige tells Amanda that she just wishes that she wouldn't beat herself up so much about this whole situation. And Amanda tells Paige that she's fucking better than this. Then don't stay with him. Like, shouldn't that be the moment? If you're able to look at yourself and your friend and look them in the eye and say that I am better than this situation, then leave. <laughs> the self-awareness is there. Just get up and leave, girl. Just get up and leave. Did you guys notice that when they decided to get up from the table, um, Amanda started looking at her phone's camera to see if she was pretty and she looked okay? And she she did. She did. Paige mentions later that she's a really pretty crier and she's absolutely right. She is. Kyle at this point has had enough of half of the people at the table. He and Carl decide to leave with Danielle and then basically everybody else ends up leaving either, uh, 
at the same time. So everybody starts to go their separate ways. Amanda and Kyle are not speaking to each other at this point. Kyle just ends up having a fireside chat with, you guessed it, Luke and Alex. And Amanda sits in bed with Paige. Amanda tells Paige that this behavior really isn't out of character for Kyle. But Kyle tells Luke and Alex that there are people who will look for the tiniest thing, the tiniest little reason to make him look like the biggest asshole. Luke tells Kyle that he actually was pretty upset that um, nobody wanted to hear about his new young girlfriend, Nicole. And Kyle says it made him want to throw up, throw up right in his mouth. Okay. (laughs) I've just seen a lot of uh, reality stars uh, say that they want to throw up in reaction to some sort of um, unsavory behavior. And it really, it tickles me. It's extreme. It's really extreme. Then we get back to Amanda and Paige and Paige was definitely vaping a weed pen, right? Like she looked stoned as fuck. She was acting stoned because Paige or Amanda's talking all about her situation with Kyle and Paige just like, yeah, yeah. And then she fell asleep. <laughs> She looked high. Is that the first time we've seen weed use on a New York show? I think it may be. We love to see it. Anyway, the next morning, Amanda tells Kyle in bed that last night was pretty ridiculous and she's disappointed with how he handled himself and how he can't treat people that way. And Kyle's like, treat people what way what are you talking about I haven't been treating anybody any sort of way and the only reason why I got upset last night is because Paige called me a dictator and then Amanda corrects him and is like no you were upset before that and you know why are you like this dude you're so hard to talk to and then she hides her ass under the covers of the bed this is where we're at 20 days before their wedding she's hiding under the bed hiding under the covers and asking her soon-to-be husband why he is the way he is. Love, love is love. <laughs> Hashtag love is love. Um, so then Paige and Sierra are back in bed. And Paige tells Sierra that Kyle has the worst rage. <laughs> what are we not seeing here? Like, one little fist on the table. Okay, is it a lot? Yeah. Are you doing too much? Absolutely. Is it uncontrollable rage? I don't think so. He walked away from the table. That would, you know, you know what I mean? So (laughs) she's really being dramatic. But I also want to know, like, what's going on with them? Because as much as I want to roll my eyes at that comment and say that it is a little too dramatic, like, she also is one of Amanda's closest friends. And she's definitely seen things. And Carl even says something later that he has basically had a front row to this relationship and... It's not great <laughs> in so many words. Um, the rest of the house, meanwhile, is playing a real game. You guys know that I don't like to watch activities and games on the show, but this is a game that I could get behind. And it was Fuck, Mary Kill, Bref- Breakfast Edition, Pancake, Waffle, French Toast. Lindsay says she loves French Toast, and so she would fuck a waffle, marry the French Toast, and kill pancakes. And I have to say, I respect that. I absolutely respect that. Luke asks if he could have an out and just take the fuck boy route and fuck all of them. And you know what? I respect that as well. There's nothing better. And Maya made these like what look like brioche French toast 
uh, situations with strawberries. When you have like good French toast, there is nothing better. I'm telling you guys, nothing better than a really good French toast. I love a pancake. I love a pancake. For those of you who live in New York, go to Sunflower Cafe in Gramercy. It's right on 3rd Avenue. 3rd Avenue? Yeah. 3rd Avenue and like 25th Street. And they have, you guys, the best pancakes. They're so fucking good. They're so good. Um, But I think I might be a French toast bitch myself. Also as a Southerner, you know, I have a special place in my heart for Waffle House. But the waffles I really like are only Waffle House waffles. Or I'll go like real suburban and I'll fuck up an Eggo waffle, you know? Um, but yeah, like I don't like a Belgian waffle. They're too thick. Why they gotta be so thick? And they're like crispy. They're like too crispy. It's too much. It's too much. And sometimes they like rip up the part, the top of your roof, the roof of your mouth. <laughs> Anyway, for, I, I agreed with Lindsay, but I also agreed with Luke. And, and that's us moving on. Okay. So Paige tells the girls that Craig was at a bachelor party in Montreal that weekend. And he somehow can't get back into the country because all he has with him is his Amex card. Um, she didn't really seem that worried about it. She didn't really seem so much worried about him being stuck in Canada and more worried about the fact that they're going to have to break up immediately because she can't handle being in a longer distance situation than she already is in. This is the parts of Paige that I really agree with. Like we go right over the concern of the situation that the person's in and think about how it affects you and how you have to get out now because of it. Anyway, everybody's going to the beach, so let's, you know, let's not waste our time on Craig. Um, Oliver FaceTimes Maya to tell her that he received her invitation via cookie, and yeah, he's definitely going to go. She tells him he can wear whatever he wants, and unfortunately, he takes that very seriously. Andrea is completely depressed about Lexi. He's wearing sunglasses indoors. He's barely speaking to anybody. Um, He showed Paige a rash that he has at some point, and Paige had to do this whole montage or monologue about how, um, you know, don't let that bitch stress you out. She didn't say that, but you know, I'm, I'm truncating it. Um, Alex says that as Andrea is his best friend in the house, something that I had no idea until like maybe last week, his duty is to make sure that on the last weekend, Andrea has as most, as much fun as possible. Truly, I can't imagine anybody in the house less suited for the job of making something more entertaining than Alex, but hey, I'm in a good mood, so let's see what happens. Everybody goes to the beach, all the boys go play football and do that thing where you jump up and bump chest with each other, which is like very hetero. Um, Lindsay and the other girls talk about her situation with Ahmed, if you could even call it that. She says that they've broken up. They're totally fine. They're not communicating. They weren't communicating well. So it's a wash. Um, She says that it's the best decision for the both of them, which is about the understatement of a century. (laughs) So Maya looks at her and says, so you had a beginning, middle, and end of a relationship in the course of a week? And Lindsay's like, yeah, I did. (laughs) In a confessional, Lindsay says that she's learned more this summer than any other time. And what she's learned is that 
it's best for her to move on quicker when a guy shows her that she's not the one or that he's not the one for her, which actually that is a very great lesson. Like we can all do a little bit better with letting go of the people who do not serve us and letting go more importantly of the people who say they don't want us, you know, let them have that and let them, you know, live in the, the, missing of you. They're the ones who are missing out. And therefore, why should we dwell on these people who don't really want us? They don't see how special you are. Then let them go. I'm with you on that one, Hubhouse. Now, is a guy hanging out with his friends and telling you that he was going to hang out with his friends and not changing his plans with his friends to hang out with you a good reason to feel unappreciated? Maybe not, but you know what? The the end goal, the end result is just the same. So good for her. Um, Lizzie says that she's gotten really good of letting go. She's been ghosted. She's gotten rejected. She's got no regrets about any of them. And you know what? That's the best case scenario. So then Carl and Kyle have another conversation. And Carl tells Kyle that it's really important to remember how they represent themselves in public which is true. (laughs) And is it, I don't know, maybe I should take that back. Like, is he talking about them as like team hashtag team lover boy or as them as the show? I mean, I guess, no. Okay. I'm I'm going to go back that on that. And I do say that he has a point because remember a couple seasons ago when Kyle was so horrified that Carl had showed up to an event, um, drunk for lover boy and how unprofessional that was. So I guess, there is a good point to that, even though they were technically, you know, off, whatever you call it, off hours, right? <laughs> so, but he does make a point like, you know, just be careful about how you represent yourself. Kyle says that he never takes a minute for himself. And Carl's like, you know what? You can only control what you control. You know, you need to remind yourself that you guys are getting married in three weeks. And then Kyle says that the summer has gone by really fast for him and he's trying not to lose his mind. And it just feels like it takes just one little thing for him to start spiraling. Does Kyle have his own individual therapy? Because it really doesn't seem like he does. And it also seems like he's really looking for an outlet and a port in the storm here. And I'm not saying that Carl's not great at it, but I'm not saying that he's great at it either. And I think that Kyle really needs to talk to somebody like where's Danielle. Like I know Robert's back in the house, but like, I think maybe we get Danielle and Robert. Robert seems to have good advice to really like, let's get a summit. Let's talk about this and let's see what we can work out. Carl tells Kyle that he feels like the pressure of the situation and he doesn't want Kyle to feel like everything's on his shoulders, but he tells Kyle that you guys are going to pull the wedding off. (laughs) But then in a confessional, I feel like Carl really tells the truth about the situation with Kyle and Amanda that nobody's really quite said this season, which is that he gives Kyle a lot of credit for the different challenges he's been going through with the relationship, but that he wishes that Kyle would communicate his frustrations um, going on in his life a little bit better than he does. (sighs) To me, what I'm taking from that is that like Kyle's going through it too. He's not feeling supported, but instead of like channeling that and expressing that correctly, he's blowing up in front of everybody. And that's obviously not helping the situation. 
So then Kyle walks back to Amanda. She doesn't even want to make eye contact with this dude. She is looking in the other direction as he's kissing her on the cheek and telling her how hot she looks. And she's like, yeah, I mean, you can say that, but I wish you would be this nice to me all the time. Like, she's not even trying to hear it. And at this point in this in the relationship, like, is there really any going back from this? Like, how do you successfully come back from, like, the bitter, I can't even look you in the eye, you know... Like, I'm just, like, openly talking about how shitty you treat me in front of other people. Like, honestly, how do you, how do people, how do couples come back from that? Because to me, once you, like, don't don't some people say, like, once you get to the resentment part of your relationship, that's when you know it's over? I feel like we've been there. I feel like we've been steeped in that resentment era of Kyle and Amanda for, for quite some time. And I have to say, like, I was shocked this season to find out how bad it was episode one. But now that I'm seeing it, like, clearly this is deep seated. Clearly this is, uh, uh, long running and a long held theme in their relationship. And oh yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, what happens after that? Um, in a, oh, Kyle in a confessional says that he has a tendency to bottle his emotions up and have them come out at the wrong time. And his delivery is also really horrible. But then he corrects himself and he says, you know, I'm actually not usually wrong. It just, my delivery is off. So, um, then we have Alex do his, uh, pep top, AKA his audition for season two with Andrea and, you know, Andrea's sulking on the beach in a gold chain and about 17 bangle bracelets. And he tells him, Alex tells Andrea, bro, bro, Lex is not worth you spiraling here. Like on the last weekend, like have fun, bro. Have fun. So Andrea's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have fun. I'm, maximum fun, Andrea. Okay. Everybody leaves the beach. But before that, Sierra spots a whale in the ocean. And this was like a real like free willy moment for Maya because apparently she's never seen a whale in the wild. And she had like such a childlike excitement for the moment. I I was really happy for her. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, When it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. 
Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. Everybody decides to have just a cozy evening at home, which of course means that Luke is going to take up his position as a resident fire maker. Um, Of course, Amanda brings up the wedding to everybody and Paige asks what their plans are for the night before. Like, are they going to sleep together? What's going on? So Amanda says that Kyle's going to stay at a hotel while Amanda stays at her parents' house, which is, you know... Probably what's going to happen when you guys get divorced too. But anyway, um, that Kyle informs everybody that his plan for the night before his wedding is to, and I quote, wank it so hard, dude. So congratulations to us all for that one. Um, Carl and Lindsay have been hugging and petting and rubbing each other all episode. So maybe this is a good time to bring up what Craig said about them. Okay, so I don't know who said this, but apparently, shout out to this brave, brave soul who went to Craig and Austin's uh, podcast, Pillows and Beer Live, and said that, apparently Craig said that the production company of Summer House and Winter House is awful, terrible, and then someone asked about Kristen Cavallari, but neither of them would talk about it. Um, They said that they think that might be for legal reasons. And that Craig said that anyone who believes that Lindsay and Carl are real are nuts. Um, So Lindsay kind of responded. I'm not really sure, but she went on her Instagram stories and said that they have one of the best crews out there. Most of them have been with them for years, which says a lot about the production and the cast and that they dress in everything, uh, party that they throw. So here's my thing. I'm going to say something very controversial. I already know that you guys are not going to agree with me. Okay. I know it, but I'm also going to be brave and just say my truth. Okay. Um, Craig is a lot like Jax in the sense that historically, when it comes to the truth about Craig, like, did you pass your uh, bar exam? Did you take your bar exam? Do you have a job? That sort of thing. Craig has been notoriously very cagey about, to put it mildly. However, he has had um, comments and opinions about people and romantic relationships that have been shown to be correct um, over the course of time. And the same can be said of Jax. He talks a lot about his relationship with, or, um, Tom Schwartz's relationship with, uh, Katie, um, just a lot of people that like, would we trust Jax to tell the truth about himself when confronted? Absolutely not. But has he said things that have ended up being true many times? Yes, he has. So, I don't really know why he would bring up production. Um, I did also hear that he said something about how 
uh, Hannah had gotten a bad edit on Summer House and that Lindsay was getting a good one. And, you know, I'm thinking we're um, getting a lot of Paige's opinions on that one. And that might also uh, factor into the uh, Lindsay and Carl of it all. But I kind of feel like... I don't really pay attention to either of these couples for, you know, different reasons, but, uh, I feel like Lindsay and Carl are very much enjoying the spotlight of their romantic relationship. And I think that they are pointing the finger at Craig and Paige for enjoying it when they're doing so as well. I'm thinking it's giving just slight a light dash, just a sprinkling of hypocrisy for me personally. Um, with that being said, I don't know why he would benefit from saying that Lindsay and Carl are not uh, what they appear. Um, so I am inclined to believe that. And not just because you guys know how I feel about them as a couple. I just feel like there might be some truth to that. I would like to unpack it and, you know, Truth and, you know, Justin Bobby said, our great, great philosopher of our time, truth and time tells all. So that's all we can wait for. Anyway, back to the show. Um, Lindsay goes to Paige and Sierra's room. <laughs> uh, why? I don't know. Other than probably Danielle and Robert were fucking at the time. And, you know, Amanda was probably, you know, fighting with uh, Kyle. So literally nobody else to go to except for the two girls that have been slut shaming her and mad at her all week or all summer. But anyway, she starts talking about Carl and how not even including the weekends that they spend in the Hamptons that they're together three to seven, three out of seven days of the week. And okay. Okay. Sierra says that she's the only one who doesn't have a date to prom, but in a confessional, she says, Hey, obviously I've made a bad, a lot of bad decisions like Austin. Well, that's enough. I've made one bad decision and Austin was bad enough. And you know, <laughs> transparency, transparency. Um, finally it's prom day and Lindsay decides to write Carl some kind of love note sort of situation to prom, even though they're already going together. But Robert offers some suggestions for what she could include in the note, such as, um, you know, how she's never felt closer to Carl than, you know, except for maybe the time he fingered her and maybe they can get a kiss this time after prom, unlike the time that he finger banged her and then they didn't kiss. <laughs> I like Robert. Let, uh, let's hear more from his mic. I, I'd like to know. Well, Lindsay then slips the card and the letter under Carl's door and he finds it after he gets out of the shower. And it says, my dearest Carlito, I'm so excited to go to prom with you. There's no one else in the whole wide world I would rather to say farewell to summer with except for maybe Tom Hardy. I feel like we've never been closer. Here's to the summers that we've had and many more that we will share. <laughs> Luke then picks up this Nicole chick and I about blew a gasket. Okay. <sighs> Nicole revealed that she will be wearing her dress from her prom night six years ago. Now, six years ago, which would put her at what? Maybe... Maybe if she had an early birthday, 25, okay? Um, Luke is, excuse me, Luke is older than I am. 
And I graduated 18 years ago. Okay, my last problem was 18 years ago this year. So what are we doing, Lucas? Like, maybe you shouldn't be talking about how excited you are over this girl. Because she seems young. She seems too young for you, sir. Should you be answering the DMs of like a 24-year-old who's... Mm, <laughs> like it's legal, you know, like, but it's still, ugh. pew. I have so many questions about every decision that Luke makes, uh, with regard to his romantic relationships and like who he chooses to have sex with. Like, I feel like I never get it right. I feel like I do not understand this man at all. And I just, I would really love some answers. I really would. Anyway, um, Carl, Slips on some Ralph Lauren boxers. Whew, okay. And he um, puts his letter to Lindsay under her door. Um, it basically was like, oh, I'm so excited to go to prom with you, Hub House. Um, the last seven months, I couldn't have done it without you. Let's close summer out with a bang. No finger. Love you much. Love you mucho, Carlito. <laughs> so everybody gets dressed for prom. Carl and Kyle, I have to say, are the fashion icons of the evening. Carl's wearing a white tux jacket with the Hamptons Prom 2021 and airbrushing, like total Panama City Beach style on the back with a map of Long Island as well. I mean, the Jersey Shore jumped out, the Shore Store jumped out on that one, and I could not have been more delighted. Kyle is wearing a black and gold palm tree print jacket, no shirt. What we find out later are suspenders, um, black shorty short swim trunks, and one of those like um, uh, Chippendales collars with the built-in bow tie that you just wrap around your neck. I mean, just truly iconic. Inside of Kyle is a man who desperately, like how many times do you guys think he's seen Magic Mike? And Magic Mike XXL. Several, right? I bet that's one of his favorite movies. I really do. I bet Kyle loves Channing Tatum. <laughs> Lindsay is an absolute close third. Number one for the women with her 2003 prom look that she saved up $400 to have modeled after Halle Berry's Oscar winning look. <laughs> I am obsessed with it. I just, like, I'm just trying to imagine a 17 year old Lindsay Hubbard. What is she winning up for? Monsters Ball? Being like that look that dresses everything, which it was. It was, if you guys, well, I mean, you watch the show, but it's like sheer and has uh, strategically placed flower appliques on the top. And <laughs> Lindsay, like, much like I would really like to know what a high school Lindsay was like, because we found out that she was in ROTC. She's got a Halle Berry inspired prom dress. She was what top 20 in her class. She was in some other like Habitat for Humanity or 4-H or some other like off the wall group. Like, I just can't make sense of who Lindsay was like how did we arrive from like florida rotc member to new york pr hub house of today i really 
I want to know. I really want to know. Um, so suddenly a door knocks as pictures start beginning and wouldn't you know it, Craig has found his passport. He's actually not stuck in Montreal with nothing but his American Express. He is here to surprise Paige and she is so excited. And so is everybody else. Like they're screaming like fucking Ty Pennington just yelled, move that bus. Okay. Like, Oprah's favorite things episode style screaming. I could not believe how excited everybody was to see Craig. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. That, Craig? Okay. Um, Alex decides to grow a pair and ask Sierra to prom... Literally, as they're taking prom pictures, I guess this is his version of bravery. And he says that all summer he has been, um, you know, really hesitant with Sierra and it's gotten him nowhere. So he gets down on one knee and presents her with a um, boutonniere, <laughs> which he meant boutonniere. But what he actually meant was corsage. He found it. He found it eventually. Um Alex said, like I said, overthinking this summer has gotten him absolutely nowhere. So he just wanted to shoot his shot with her. Carl and Lindsay start flirting with each other about how good the other one looks and how they hope that the DJ will play a slow song for them. (laughs) Craig and Paige have some sort of she's all that moment because initially Paige was just like slumming it. And had been wearing like a, a, just like a white tank top and some black leather capris. But then she decides to change into a dress that Sierra wore. So it was totally like, kiss me out on the bed in twilight. Leave me. I mean, like, what, what did we have to do this for? Like, like Paige took her glasses off and all of a sudden he sees her as a beautiful girl um, that she was meant to be. Suddenly he sees her for the Instagram influencer <laughs> inside of her. Um... Oliver shows up, like I said, Maya had told him earlier, it doesn't matter what he wears. And he took that very seriously. Oliver came to have a pool day. Okay. He shows up in a white tee, some gray cargo shorts, his, uh, swim trunks in his hand. And everybody's like, yo, what? Maya, you guys is the most uh, dressed. She is in a full, like peach coral, beautiful gown. (laughs) And everybody's like, Oliver, what are you wearing? But Maya defends him and says, you guys back off. I told him he could wear whatever he wanted. So there's that. Um, Then the episode ends with high, high drama. 
Let's start on a high note by saying that Amanda looks so hot in that suit and the bra. You guys know how I feel. We don't have to get into it. Just know that I love it. Okay. I love it. Um, she looked amazing. So she decides to FaceTime her mom and Kyle walks in the room and they're talking to the mom and Kyle brings up how there's 20 days left until the wedding. And so Donna, Amanda's mom is like, yeah, I really need you guys to get engaged, like hunker down and let's really, you know, put our pedal to the metal here uh, because we're like three weeks out at this point. But Amanda stops Donna and is like, you know what? I'm going to have a mental breakdown right now. Like, I don't want to get into this right now. So they hang up with her and Kyle brings up the fact that, you know, they have to figure out a florist if you guys have forgotten. Just a reminder. And Amanda says, my parents don't even know that we got dropped by the florist. And I don't even want to say anything to them really until we've already found another one. So with the worst timing ever, Kyle decides to bring up this prenup again. (sighs) Like, what did Kyle think he was going to gain? You guys are like hours into a party that you're claiming that you want to go right back to. Why the fuck would you bring up your prenup at this moment? There's not not about the nothing about the situation is uh conducive to you guys having a positive conversation. You guys are drunk. You're there's a party outside. People are like it's your last night in the house basically. Like what a horrible idea. So Kyle tells to Amanda like Real quick, I really want to go back to the party, but just real quick, you know, I talked about the prenup with your dad at our cake testing, and that was like three weeks ago. So, you know, (laughs) Savannah's like, is this something that you really want to get into right now? And Kyle's like, well, I just really want to make a little headway. Amanda starts chugging out of an airplane-sized bottle of Fireball, which was about the most I've... Uh, been on her side this entire time. So Amanda says, okay, so your insurance, your your investors want assurance that I'm not going to take majority stake in Loverboy if we were to like separate, which is a genuine problem of yours. Like you should actually be concerned about that. That is true. (laughs) They're concerned and they're right to be concerned. So the way the house is set up, Kyle and Amanda's bedroom is one of the rooms that are right off the kitchen. So Basically, all the other cast members are in the kitchen, like eating, and they can hear what's going on. So it's like Maya, Sierra, Craig, Luke, Paige, maybe Andrea, who cares? But the point is, they can hear that there's a conversation going on that they want to be privy to. So they start shushing each other so that they can overhear. And surprisingly, Craig is the one who's like, you know what, I really don't want to like be involved in this situation. So if you guys want to hear what's going on with them, why don't you go over there? And that's exactly what Paige and Sierra do. And they do that like, um, you know, like cat-like long stride that we do when we've got shoes on and we don't want to hear people. um, We don't want people to hear us uh, making some footsteps closer to them. We just want to be nosy. (laughs) So they mosey on over there and they're like straight up listening. Like this is unabashed. 
Like, if I were Amanda, I would be pretty annoyed at Paige and, and Sierra for wanting to listen this intently on my conversation. Like, I actually thought that was a little bit whack of them. So Kyle straight up tells Amanda that she will never own majority in Loverboy, period. <laughs> Amanda starts to get upset, as you can imagine, and is like, Kyle, I quit my full-time job and just, you know, joined Loverboy and like, we need to figure out how we can both benefit from this agreement. Yeah, that's why you, why are you fighting the prenup then? Like, you're making an exact great case for why you need to be signing the prenup. You gave up your career for this man. So you should have some entitlement to get something out of it. Should you divest from this relationship? Perfect storm for why you get a prenup, weirdo. Come on, girl. So at this point, Kyle asks Amanda if she's looking to have a fight in the middle of the party. And when she says no, uh, he's like, well, then, you know, lay off the stuff, right? So, like, he really gets, like, kind of yuck. He's like, why don't you lay off this, like, CEO stuff? Like, you're trying to be a girl boss right now? Like, why don't you stop it? Amanda correctly uh, brings up the point to Kyle that she's not the one who brought up this conversation, so she doesn't really know what he's getting so upset about. And on top of that, they've already had this conversation and he knows how it's going to go, so she's also confused as to why he would expect the conversation to now go any differently. (laughs) So Amanda then tells to Kyle, we're so in love and so happy right now, so why would you want to set me up so that I have nothing? Um, I mean, the last part is a fair question. The first part is where I'm having a couple of problems with. You don't seem happy like ever. And if this is you guys being so happy and in love, if this is your happiest and in love, most in love moment. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. So Amanda tells Kyle that he needs to present her with reasons why she would sign a prenup, which is like, what? What? Kyle tells her he doesn't want to be her teacher and that she needs to figure it out herself. And she's like, okay, well, if that's how you feel, then I'm not going to sign anything. And if you're so adamant about the prenup, then you need to think about the potential of us separating. So this really sets Kyle off. He says he's done. He like bangs onto the door on his way out and He says, you know, like, I just want to have a nice weekend. I don't think that's what happens, you guys. But um, the next episode is actually the season finale, the wedding episode. There is some sort of teaser that Kyle says uh, something he never expected to happen. And the worst case scenario did. So I don't know. I mean, they still got married. So how bad could it be? They tried to make it seem like Amanda didn't show up to the aisle, but of course she did. So we'll see you guys. I have a fun guest to talk about the finale with. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. If you're able to, and you want to give me a five-star review on Apple podcasts, I would be super, super grateful. You can also do that on Spotify. It really is a great help. I do not like asking you guys to do this, but it really is a help. So if you could do a solid by saving me the embarrassment of asking by like doing it, that would be great. Let's just, you know, we can move on with our lives and I don't have to keep begging like a common vagabond. Okay. Have a great weekend. Love you guys. Bye.